0: You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension comprised of knowledge,
1: opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. We're not the suits that talk football. We're the dudes that know football, and you just crossed over into the Trend Zone. Dave here with Casey, and we are the football dudes. Are you ready, brother? Ready. Okay, it's an area which we call the Trend Zone. It is Friday, January 6th, coming to you from Los Angeles, California. It is post-rain, looking sunny out there right now, 64 degrees. We're in 2023, Casey.
0: First show of 2023, bro. How trippy is that?
1: (laughs) All right. In today's episode, we've got some promising news regarding Damar Hamlin. We'll talk about the restructured playoff possibilities, a little Survivor Fantasy go-backs, and all of the awesome games for the upcoming week, Week 18. But before we get to all that, let's get started with the tasty nug for people. What do you got, Casey?
0: It's the anti-LL Cool J season, Dave, <laughs> because this was the year of close games and comebacks, man. Um, just absolutely Mind-blowing stats, dude. I'm going to roll some stuff off, and you just sit back and be amazed and do a couple <laughs> spit takes, but don't spit on your keyboard, bro. 60 Will games too. decided by three points or less. Um, 133 okay. games have been decided by seven points or less. 11 games won or tied by teams that trail by 16 or more points, dude.
1: That's wow. bonkers.
0: 19 games have been won by teams that trail by 14 or more um nfl's already broken single season records and uh games decided by fewer points 148 one possession uh margins in the fourth quarter 192 games won are tied by teams that trailed by 10 points more 51 of those bad boys Ooh. teams that trailed in the fourth quarter dude 81 freaking games bro and games wow. with the winning score coming in the final two minutes of the fourth quarter or overtime 62 dude crazy
1: Dude, it's it, out it's of insane
0: bro yeah. yeah
1: how many times we're watching in the third quarter it looks like a game could go one way and be kind of over it almost always goes back the other way and it's tight you know
0: totally you wake That's... up you're down by 14 no problem baby just let this thing roll <laughs> all
1: right the trend zone now available for subscription on spotify apple Podcasts, google podcasts and amazon music as well Wherever you get your podcast, Casey, let's move along to the top trending stories of the day. Let's go back into the way back machine uh, real quick here first, though.
0: Yeah, it, it, 20 years ago this week, a quarterback you might remember, Michael Vick and the yeah. the Hotland of Falcons shocked Green Bay 23 to 7 in the NFC wildcard game. Dan Reeves avenged that ice bowl loss when he was a member of the Dallas Cowboys handing the Packers. Their wow. first playoff loss ever at Lambeau. They've been thirteen and zero to that point. Brett Favre, who had been thirty five or zero at home in Cold War, their games took his first L, and that's the day the mystique was chiseled off of that frozen tundra. <laughs> <laughs> we remember last year too, dude, on that frozen tundra, no touchdowns by Green Bay with that number one seed Ooh. at home. Yeah. Got the beat down by the Niners.
1: Wow, good point. No question, Casey. All right, coming back into the present, though, Casey. Obviously, the big story this week is uh, Bill Safety, Demar Hamlin, uh, continuing to make excellent progress um, after going to cardiac arrest on the field on Monday Night Football. It was a shocking scene um, for all the fans. It was a shocking scene, obviously, for all the players on the field.
0: Yeah, dude, and for all of us watching at home, too, man, we saw the faces and knew something was really, really wrong yeah. right off the bat. But the news has continued to get better with each day away from that. Um, yesterday, DeMar waking up asking with a pencil and paper, did we win? And the response was, yeah, bro, you won the game of life. <laughs> today here on friday the intubation tube's been removed and he's talking with family members holding hands even facetimed his bill's teammates you know that brought up the collective spirit of the team and the city yeah. of buffalo and the uh outpouring of concern and thoughts and prayers and even financial with all the donations going to his toy drive it's been the best case scenario for an absolutely horrific and scary situation man and um Yeah, just completely stoked uh, for the Hamlin family and the Bills organization, dude.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. A 24 year old guy in the tip top of shape, living out his dream, you know, a hardworking guy. And you hear from the coaches that knew him all along the way when he played at Pitt, et cetera, et cetera, guys that were saying this dude was a class act all the way. And it's just awesome to hear that he's having this kind of recovery as everyone was just on. Uh, just waiting for some news and it seemed like it was never coming and finally it started coming and it was good news right now it looks like from a mental capacity standpoint he's totally responding very very well to that it'll be another step to see if physically he's able to respond to such a point where he can return to the field of play and resume his nfl career we've got another step in the process there but things are very very hopeful at this point
0: yeah dave and we got to give it up with the uh, the immediacy and the competency in which the first responders came out there and sprung right into action. That contributed a huge amount to DeMar's well-being right now. I mean, if that situation, the cardiac arrest is going to happen, that's the best place to do it. They were right there, started the care right away to an amazing degree. And these first responders, not just football. Everywhere, man, we kind of take for granted the work that they do, but these guys shined when the night was darkest and they put out the best work for it. And it's just amazing how these individuals operate, man.
1: No question. Absolutely. You couldn't have said it better, Casey. You you know, the reaction time every second counts in that circumstance, and they were on it so fast. And like you said, there's pretty much no better place to have that kind of event happen. Um, You've got an ambulance there, so you don't have to call an ambulance and have somebody come to you. You're just jumping into that thing and going there. So cutting that uh, travel time in half. Uh, And just like you said, the the actual care from the on-site you know, medical team there was outstanding. And that like every single second made a big difference in this kid's life.
0: Absolutely. Bravo. All
1: right, Casey. So as a result of this whole incident um, taking place, the Buffalo versus Cincinnati game will not be resumed. It was canceled and it was ruled a no contest, not a tie, not a half win. It was simply a no contest. It didn't happen. And that left us with a lot of questions Uh, heading up into the playoffs on the AFC side.
0: Yeah, the competition committee kind of put something in place, and then it was voted on by the owners. And then on Friday, they kind of moved forward with the plan. So as of now, with week 18, if Buffalo and Kansas City both win or both tie, an AFC championship of Buffalo and Kansas City would be at a neutral site. If Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Baltimore wins or ties, a Buffalo-Kansas City uh, AFC Championship would be at a neutral site. And if Buffalo and Kansas City both lose, and since he wins, a Buffalo or Cincinnati versus Kansas City Championship game would be at a neutral site. So, obviously, more um, will come into light after this weekend's games, but the NFL thought this was the best situation that they could come up with. It's not the one that I would have chosen, but... Yeah. Um, you know, they did respond to get a plan in place, so at least there's no ambiguity of what's happening moving forward. Everybody not might not like it, but competition committee said, OK, and so did the owners.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. Not only, you know, enough owners voted affirmative for this. Some of them abstained and some of them voted negative on it. It certainly is not an ideal uh, resolution at all. Uh, It did also give Roger Goodell the power uh, to choose the neutral site um, in the scenario that one would have to be, uh, uh, you know, have to be elected or whatever uh he's going to make that determination so it'll be interesting to see you know largely if buffalo and kansas city end up in that game when they're they're the favorites kind of leaning towards that and the other one of course is cincinnati and or buffalo sneaking in there uh that would require that neutral site situation obviously not an ideal thing we talked about postponing the playoffs um, yeah. But, you know, and as I thought more about that, which is what I wanted to do uh, and and resume that football game, um, I then thought about how much it would impact the teams that had that extra bye week. For example, the Chargers, my team getting Rashawn Slater one week closer to returning, getting Bosa one week closer to being 100 percent. How about from the Ravens perspective, one more week to get Lamar Jackson back on the field? So it does have a. All of these things have ripple effects. Let's just put it that way. There was no easy out here.
0: Totally. But, uh, you know, overall, I think all the players teams would have taken that extra week of rest. I mean, yeah. Cowboys were missing Tyler Biotish and Hankins on the defensive line. Right. Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch needs a week. You know, they all could have used it. So um <laughs> would have liked to have seen that get done. But, you know, there's people that get paid a lot of money to make these decisions. And unfortunately, that's not <laughs> you or I.
1: Nope. Nope. All right, Casey, moving on. It is the survivor three strikes pool. If somehow you are still alive heading into week 18, what's, what's going on with this situation, Casey?
0: Well, last week, you know, the most popular Craig pick was Jacksonville over Houston. If you still had the Jags and the most popular incorrect pick was Philly over the saints. Just think if you saved Philly two weeks, 17, oh. I got him, baby.
1: I Held on to Philly. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> one week away. No money for you. Oh, wow. That would be very, very unfortunate. Casey, heading into this week, the most popular pick is Jacksonville over Tennessee. I Those used them last Jaguars. week, though, to beat the Texans, Dave. <laughs> what did <do> I do? <laughs> Tough break, Casey. Tough break. I'm sure you've still got Philly stashed away, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Casey. Fantasy go-back starts of the week where we go back in time and – uh, we rue the mistakes that we made with our fantasy rosters. Uh, the only thing for me, you know, I had I had Higgins still going. Uh, I was playing him in my league, and I was playing against him in my other league. Unless he would have had the best game of his career in both cases, the point differential was such a, a large margin, like 30-something points, that I, I don't feel like I got totally gypped. It is what it is. The outcome is what it is. I lost one game. I won the other one.
0: Yeah, you know, I did. I I left it all out there. I had nobody sitting on the bench that could have helped me. I just happened to hit a uh, Mike Evans buzz saw for two hundred yards and three <laughs> touchdowns, and Amari Cooper buzz saw a hundred yards and two touchdowns. I think it was uh, Komet with a touchdown. I just, you know, the uh, the happened, Gorilla now? Sabbaths got lucky this week and had their best output. So kudos to them. Uh, well-deserved, and I'm still, um, you know, bitter about my team and my other league. But that's for another show, Dave. That's for another show. But right. the NFL, you know, if you had a team lousy with Bengals or Bills, um, what they put out on NFLFantasy.com, uh, Week 17 scores and matchup results have been updated to reflect the cancellation of the Bills-Bengals game. This may have resulted in changes to Week 17 winners as well as matchups for Week 18. We remind league managers that you can use the custom tools to adjust results as your league deems appropriate. Wait a minute. Lightning strikes. Just won The UFL We just league. won.
1: Yeah. This manager <laughs> just stepped up and suddenly from the, from the sixth, the, from vying for the fifth position, I am now fantasy champion. It's good. Lightning strikes. King. <laughs> Sometimes it you know, works out for the good guy. Okay. <laughs> All right, it is frustrating for a lot of people out there, especially if you had a handful of players in this game, and all you needed was a couple of points or whatever. Yeah, and and sitting now, you're sitting there just feeling like you got punched in the gut, you know? But, yeah,
0: and it's you know, it's it's small compared to what really mattered in this situation, but you know that yeah, the NFL sure. is now partnered with DraftKings or FanDuel or whatever in Vegas, all these bets that totally got. Clip yeah. it'd be interesting to see What the uh, the impact on All of those were
1: No doubt about it Casey and like I said With that manager tool you could go in And say okay whatever these guys get this Weekend we'll add it to last weekend score That kind of doing a bunch of surgery Like that as the um, uh, that, You know uh, I guess each League is going to have to handle it their own way But uh, we also had our, our picks uh, Come down to Monday night it was A four way split and We don't have results on that so uh, that's going to be unresolved and we're going to have to come come up with some solution, probably just splitting the, uh, the results there. Hey, we'll split it. <laughs> All right, Casey, total fantasy domination, total fantasy domination will not happen at this point in time as a result of the cancellation of that football game. What well, do we do we have, will,
0: Casey? We do have an astronomical fantasy show coming up where we will recap the season and show you how um, projections worked against what happened in reality. That is the Football oh. Dudes astronomical Fantasy Football Show. Do not miss it.
1: All right. Coming soon to a podcast near you, Casey. And we'll get to go back and look at all your brilliant prognostications, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Built my team through the draft, Dave. And that's how I stayed. <laughs> all right, Casey. Let's move on from this. Fantasy quagmire that we're in, and move into Giggity. the actual. Yeah, that's right, the actual game previews. Man, it is week eighteen. Week eighteen. <laughs> translation. It's slipping away. It certainly is. This is the last regular season weekend. Obviously, many of the teams last game and a handful of teams, of course, move on. But Casey, 33 consecutive seasons, at least four teams have qualified for the playoffs in every season that weren't in the postseason the year before. We've got something for the people, don't we?
0: Oh, yeah, dude. The Ravens, our Chargers, the Vikings, and the Giants have already clinched playoff bursts after missing postseason, and Detroit, Jacksonville, Miami, and Seattle all have a chance to join them this week, dude. So it's crazy the amount
1: of newcomers that could be in the playoffs after this week. Yeah, unbelievable. Wow. All right. And you know what, Casey? This week, four teams that were at least four games under 500 at some point in the season— have the opportunity to earn playoff bursts from being down four games under 500. Never in the 89 seasons has the league had so many teams bounce back in the same year. It's happened, but man, this is crazy.
0: Yeah, dude, the Lions were 1 and 6. Uh the Packers were 4 and 8. The Shags were 2 and 6 and the Pittsburgh Steelers Patrick <laughs> Fire move to two and six Two, all of them vying for a playoff spot. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it's nuts, man, that the, all of those teams it is uh, good stuff. Good you stuff. It. You're not out of it. You just got to keep fighting. Right. Keep fighting. All right. This week, That's Casey, right. we do have um, some Saturday football, which is awesome. Every time they can sneak some extra time slots into the weekend. We appreciate it. We'll get things going with the early slate on Saturday. Uh, it is the Kansas City Chiefs at the Las Vegas Raiders uh, and the Chiefs on the road are favored by nine and a half.
0: Chiefs won nine of their last ten. The last loss was to the Bills. Um, cancellation week. Kansas City is currently the top seed in the FC and needs to win to maintain that spot um, depending on what happens with the Bills but with that extra game, their win percentage should put them over the top. Kansas City, dude, got a lot of that run game going and how about Jarek McKinnon down the stretch? I don't know if there was a hotter running back, so um, lots of different weapons with this chiefs and it should be status quo going there Vegas and beat down those Raiders and then you know have the nightcap catch and the Beatles love or you know playing some Blackjack.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the Vegas Raiders, Casey, coming off two straight losses after they had really rebounded and sort of saved their seasons. They're sitting at 6-10. and 10. They were eliminated last week, uh, and last week they benched Carr going into that game for Jared Stidham. And he performed well in the loss to San Francisco. A very, very close football game for sure. Uh, it'll be one last game to see what Stidham can do. Uh, but Carr's departure this off season seems uh, more than likely, especially now with Stidham playing pretty well like that, and the whole Carr situation sort of fizzling out like it did. All right, yeah, Casey, and you gotta, gotta wonder
0: what that. Well, you gotta wonder
1: what that puts
0: on uh, Devonte Adams, who said, "I came to Vegas because of Derek Carr." But I want yeah. to stay a Raider, so um, yeah, that's still TBD. Let's see what happens after the season. All right, Dave, the Nightcap baby. We got the Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Shags are six and a half point favorite. And we're yeah, be south and be the four seed part game the following week.
1: Yeah, so this is a, essentially, obviously, a de facto playoff game. The Titans, uh, having lost last week 27-13 to 13 to the Cowboys, they have now lost unbelievably six in a row to drop to seven and nine. They'll be starting quarterback Josh Dobbs for this one for the second week in a row, even though he's only been on the team for a couple of weeks. Uh, he was decent um, last week versus uh, Dallas, so, um, you know... It, I guess that he gives them a better chance than Malik Willis does at this point because essentially he knows how to throw the football in the NFL. And Malik, apparently, they don't feel confident in.
0: Yeah, he looked pretty good. Had a few drops. Not sure if Jalen uh, Burks is going to play or not, but King Henry will be in that game. But talk about these Jags, dude. They crushed the Texans last week. Be one to 3 three. They've won five of the last six. Um, Doug Peterson has uh, Joey Lawrence. Whoa! Trevor Lawrence and this team peaking at the right time not just to make the playoffs but to make some noise if they get there man this team is rounding into shape and uh, Trevor Lawrence looks pretty damn good dude this is an exciting young team and uh, man if they get this win on Saturday night wow.
1: Yeah, no doubt it's it's going to be a good game, KC. Okay, moving it to Sunday, the early slate. We'll get it started with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons at home are favored by eight in this one. Wow.
0: Yeah, because the Bucs, the 30-24, beat the Panthers last week. That gave the Bucs the division, and they'll be the Mm -hmm. four-seed hosting, which will probably be the Cowboys in the five-seed. Probably going to see some trash at quarterback um, this week. TB will get at least 2 three, maybe four quarters off on Sunday.
1: (laughs) And Atlanta, uh, they're looking ahead, obviously, to the Desmond Ritter era. He'll get his third start. uh, His third start, rather, went better than the first two. Uh, He's sort of ramping his game up. He had a, a passer rating of 90. It was a modest game, 19 of 26 for 169. But no mistakes in there, at least in terms of getting uh, the 20 to 19 win over Arizona. They got the outcome they were looking for. So they got a W. Uh, so, uh, not a bad game at a Ritter. And um, yeah, they'll get one more look at him and then it'll give them a bigger pick, a clearer picture on uh, if, he, if he's their guy going into next year or if they need to uh, restock the cupboard.
0: Yeah, um, I was pretty impressed with his play. Give him some more opportunity to see what you got there. All right, Dave, up next, a game with huge playoff implications on the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills, and the Bills are seven-and-a-half-point favorites at home.
1: Yeah, and uh, New England has lost four of the last five going into week 17, or excuse me, 18, uh, and the Pats beat Miami to keep their playoff hopes alive. Uh, And now they've got themselves a situation. It's simple win and you're in
0: yeah unfortunately for those patriots they have to play the bills (laughs) and uh you know it didn't work out so well for them um last time they played and i don't think it's going to work out well for them this time i think there's going to be a flood of emotion we're going to see um a lot of demar hamlin in the stands on the field on the sidelines, they're talking about painting the numbers there and the pre-game warm-up. So it's going to be tough, tough sledding for these Patriots here to win. And the Bills need this win to hopefully get into that uh, number one seed scenario, at least going to um, you know a neutral site. But they were in line to host yeah. the AFC Championship. So if they, you know, who knows what would happen with Cincy, but beat these yeah. Patriots, keep them out of the playoffs, and keep your uh, hopes of the one seed alive.
1: All right. Up next, it's the Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. Vikings on the road, favored by just two.
0: Yeah, dude. Just what you want going into the playoffs, getting blowed out. 41-17 by a division rival, man. Those Packers put their feet (laughs) down. um, They do have a 12-4 record. A dozen wins. Not a single one of them was by double digits, dude. They didn't beat the crap out of anybody. And heading into this final week... They are in the three seed behind the Eagles and 49ers, but the Vikings lose the tiebreakers to both of them, and they lose the tiebreaker to the Cowboys. So the highest that the Vikings could get is number two, um, but they're probably going to end up number three, and the Vikings will need to beat the Bears and have the 49ers lose to the Cardinals to get that second seed. Um, I don't want to jump ahead to Niners, Arizona, but good luck with that, Vikings.
1: Yeah, that part of the equation seems flawed. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk about the Bears here, though. Uh, they are, of course, eliminated, but they could play spoiler through their division rivals. Rivals—that's always a good thing for motivation there. Um, and the Minnesota obviously would have to, to, you know, to get that win in order to have a chance for that two seed. But uh, unfortunately for the Bears, they won't have Justin Justin Fields, uh, and also this. They're just a half game back of the Texans for the top pick in the draft. So a win might actually uh, land them the third or fourth pick, depending on how things happen around them with the other teams down there uh, and the tiebreakers down there. So eh, probably a loss here is is ideal for the Bears. You know, play your young guys, get out there, you know, put up a fight, but also get that loss. And that way you're you're pretty much locked into that second overall pick. Um, So that would be. Uh, A a shame, I think, for them to somehow sneak out a win here and uh, end up picking fourth or something.
0: Eber just
1: said, Trevor Simeon, you're up, bro. Get in there and (laughs) lose this game for us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Dave, another awesome game in the AFC with tons of playoff ramifications. The Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals and the Bengals are seven point favorites.
1: Yeah, good news. Baltimore is in the playoffs, clinging to that chance to win the North still. Uh, The Ravens have gone two and two without Lamar. Uh, But really, in in the big picture, they're going to need him back for a real chance at making a Super Bowl run. He will not be there this week. Uh, No, no real update on. Where, you know how he's trending even it's that uh, pcl knee injury it'll be tyler huntley he's been limited in practice uh with his injuries this week to his wrist and right shoulder so not looking good for this ravens team at the quarterback position in terms of health um but they can certainly run the football but if tyler huntley can't go or gets banged up during the game it will have to be rookie quarterback anthony brown and Oof. uh Woo, that will be a tall order for Anthony Brown to get out there and beat that Cincinnati team, certainly Cincy coming off of Monday night's um, situation.
0: Yeah, before that, I think Cincy won like seven in a row, but they're going to the postseason back-to-back. I don't remember the last time that had happened. Yeah, Joe Burrow, not counting last Monday night, looking for his fifth in a row with two TD passes. He's got all the weapons there with Higgins, Boyd, and Chase, starting to get a little more out of Joe Mixon. Um, That was a big part of their run in the playoffs last year. Defense is playing solid. Um, Let's see how these guys bounce back from what was Monday night to um, this had a tremendous impact on the Bengals as well. So see if they can rally and get the focus on um, to get in there and win a big time game.
1: Yeah, it is going to be one of the the, uh, better games of the weekend. And the NFL actually held back a little bit on when they were scheduling this one. They decided to put it in the morning. That is advantageous to my chargers, and I'll get into that a little bit later. Um,
0: Oh, yeah. Up next,
1: right? Up next is the Houston Texans uh, at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts at home, favored by three in this game of bottom dwellers.
0: Yeah, and the the Texans beating the Titans a couple weeks ago left them just a half game in front of the Bears to get that number one pick in the draft. Thankfully, (laughs) they got back on track last week, leaving no doubt by getting blowed out by those Jags. And a win in this game would be very disastrous to their long-term plans. I don't know what Lovey's plans are in this, but uh, you know... (laughs) that uh, all the texans fans are rooting for that big l and getting their choice at quarterback next year
1: no question about it and looking at this colt squad casey it was a team that entered the season with such promise such hope uh and just from week to week starting in week five or six or something it just got kind of worse and worse got more and more debacled i i I put it on ursay but head coach uh jeff saturday now one in six he got that that bump that first week and got the win against the Raiders, uh, but since then has dropped six straight as the interim head coach, and he's gotten destroyed in a handful of games, absolutely, including the debacle where they were up by 33 and gave back the biggest comeback in NFL history. Um, Last week, it was a an absolute demolishing 38-10 to 10, uh, at the hands of the New York Giants. His long-term head coaching prospects seem far-fetched at this point to me. Uh, might be wanting to head back to that studio gig that he had going. On the uh, bright side, the Colts do currently hold the fifth pick in the draft. They could get up to three, or it could drop to six.
0: Yeah, Saturday is probably going back to uh, ESPN in all likely. <laughs> All right, Dave, another. I keep getting these killer games, dude. More AFC playoff action. The New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins and the Finns are three-point favorites in this one.
1: Yeah, and the Jets are eliminated coming off that loss to Seattle in which they only Mike. scored six points. <laughs> and it was six points last Mike week, white. three points three points the week before. So the Jets now have lost five in a row. No matter who they have at quarterback, it doesn't seem to work out. It will be uh, apparently Flacco, as Mike White apparently has um, multiple broken ribs that he's been nursing along. So uh, give him some credit for trying to play through that. He's a gamer, uh, certainly, but uh, it'll be Flacco out there for what might be very likely the sixth loss in a row for these Jets.
0: Oh, and dude, speaking of losing a bunch in the row, the Dolphins are coming up. Their fifth straight loss. Um got beat Something's down gotta by New last week. <laughs> yeah, right. Teddy B dislocated, his pinky finger on his throwing hand. Probably means Skylar Thompson. I know what that everybody's craving that Joe Flacco Skylar Thompson matchup in week eighteen. Um <laughs> But right now, dude, the Dolphins just got to find a win. If they do, maybe they get Tua back next week. Maybe they would get Teddy B back. But if they lose the game, it's not going to matter. So um, they're on the outside looking in. Even with the win, they need a little help.
1: All right, next, the, can- the Carolina Panthers at the New Orleans Saints. Saints at home, favored by four and a half. Both of these teams are eliminated.
0: Yeah, dude. And all oh, that bad punt or the punt. Uh, snap drop that almost turned this game when the Bucks were leading just by six would have given the Panthers hope coming into this week, yep. but they lost and that dropped into six and 10 and that eliminated from the playoff. Um, You know, the, right now they're sitting at that ninth pick with a million questions. You know, they, they went ahead and ejected rule. They ejected Baker um, as Sam Darnold shown you enough. They got rid of Christian McCaffrey, yep. um, J.C. Horn broke his wrist. So, so much turmoil surrounding this team. Yeah. It's probably going to look much different last, next year. Is it going to be any better? Mm. Dunno. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Dunno. All right, New Orleans, Casey. <laughs> An impressive win last week as they beat the Eagles 20-10. to 10. That got them up to 7-9. But they were eliminated nonetheless. Aww. Tough break. Uh, yeah, tough break for them. Uh, in other news, though, the Saints, unfortunately – Traded away their first round pick Hey, to mm. who? The Eagles Who they beat last week uh, That pick is projected at right now to be number 11 It could move around a little bit uh, But that's going to be a pretty nice pick That they gave up for Olave uh, In a package of picks, really That ultimately went to go uh, acquire Olave Who had a nice season for them um, But man, this is when uh, That that payment comes due And it starts to hurt, right? Oof.
0: Yeah, brute all right, Dave, up next we got the Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Stillers are two and a half point favorites.
1: And Cleveland, a loss to the Saints two weeks ago. Funny over here, Cleveland. y'all. <laughs> and uh, they are uh, out of the playoffs, but last week, nonetheless, they played spoiler as they handled. Uh, The Washington um, Commanders 24 to 10, knocking them out of the playoffs. Um, The first rounder uh, for the Browns, projected to be number 12 at this point, goes to Houston. Houston, we have a problem. No, Cleveland, we have a problem. They won't be enjoying that pick um, at the expense, of course, in the trade uh, for Deshaun.
0: And don't look now, Dave, but these Steelers have won three in a row and are sitting at eight and eight in the nine seed. On the tail end of a pack of three eight and 8-8 eight, uh, teams, um, the 7-seed pads and the 8-seed Dolphins. So there's a good chance that both of those guys lose, and that's just what the Steelers need. They need those other teams to lose to get to the postseason. And then the nine and 9-8 dude, um, if they don't get in because of whatever happens with the other teams, it will still be a tremendous um, coaching effort by Tomlin, who will... Miss, you know, going 500 or worse for what this will be his 15th or 16th year. Just an impressive job yeah. turning that team around. And the way they looked last Sunday night was pretty good. Starting to see flashes from Pickett and seeing what this team with him um, picking the receiver and Najee got some baby triplets uh, on the rise yeah. up there. So it's looking pretty good in Pittsburgh, even if they don't make the playoffs. But whoa, what if they sneak in at that 7 seed, dude?
1: Yeah, and last year they snuck in too. Similar scenario as they were sort of just dabbling about the back tail end of that playoff group, and finally they made their way into it. So uh, we were poking them with a stick; they were dead on the side of the (laughs) road, Dave. And then all of a sudden, playoffs! Playoffs! They made it. A handful of pretty good teams were on the outside, going, "What just happened here?" Okay. Um, Moving on to Sunday, uh, the late slate of games. We'll get it started um, with. Are Los Angeles Chargers going to Denver to play the Broncos? Our Chargers are favored by three. Yeah,
0: and, uh, you know, the Broncos already hit the eject button on Nathaniel Hackett. Um, What a disappointing season in Denver. There's no way to sugarcoat it. Underperformed, not what anybody had envisioned. Um, Got that huge investment in Russell Wilson. A new head coach will be... um, Task with fixing what went wrong, and that's going to be a long ass list of things. So, um be interesting yeah. to see how the Broncos respond in this team or in this game. Last one in front of the home crowd. What will the energy be like there? And finding, you know, the resolve to play a game against uh, an ascending Chargers team with a lot on the line.
1: Yeah, the Chargers have won four in a row to uh, get themselves to their ten and six record, and. Interestingly, the way things are scheduled here, um, the so they'll get the results of the Baltimore uh, game earlier in the day. If Baltimore loses that game, then the Chargers automatically will be the five seed where they sit right now. If the Baltimore Ravens win their game against the Bengals, then the Chargers would have to win in order to retain that seed. So they'll know that going into this game as the other game will have um, ended. So we'll see what the chargers approach will be. It was going to be for sure. Let's play this game to win this game. Uh, but now maybe there will be some consideration, uh, to rest some players because of the importance of getting, uh, everybody as healthy as they can. The chargers, um, if they do retain that, that five seed would be up against the winner of the Titans Jaguars game. Uh, they were crushed by the Jaguars in week three 38 to 10. Um, uh, that was a banged up Chargers team though and they beat the Titans uh, in week 15, 21 to 14, but that game was tied with like 44 seconds left so it was not an easy task any stretch of the imagination. This Charger team is kind of hitting their stride, getting healthier which has been super important. The uh, return of both um, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams on the field at the same time, which is, hadn't happened almost the entire season. They've gotten the running game going a little bit better uh, I mentioned last week, Eckler's not getting enough love. He's got 18 touches. And he leads the league um, for running backs in receptions uh, coming off of a 161 yard game in which he had his longest run from scrimmage. I believe it was 72 yards, uh, a rushing touchdown there. And the big thing here is, though, is the defense has played a lot better, especially on third down Uh, teams in the last four games. The Chargers wins have converted three, three, zero and four uh, third downs. So they're getting off the field. And that is, been, that is a huge difference from the Chargers team that played like basically those first 12 games.
0: Yeah, dude. And not only are they getting healthier, they're playing some of their best football the last couple of weeks. So definitely uh, trending in the right direction to make that playoff push. And it'll be interesting to see what happens if those Ravens do lose in the morning. I think uh, Herbert and company will get a short day. We'll see. All <laughs> right, correct. Dave. Up next, we got the New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Eagles are 13.5 point favorites, baby.
1: What does Vegas know that we don't know, Dave? <laughs> That's a good question, man. I'll <laughs> tell you what. Uh, this Giants team, though, coming off of a crushing win, uh, 38-10 to over the Colts to punch their ticket into the postseason at 9-6-1. They're locked into the sixth, season, uh, sixth seed regardless of the outcome of this game. So that must be The sort of what Vegas does know that we aren't looking at the the fact that this Giants team might be going into this game thinking who how do we protect our guys? How do we make sure we're ready for the postseason?
0: Yeah, dude. And the Eagles, man, they dropped that game to the Saints last week that dropped him to 13 and three. This is a crucial game for the eagles they have to win not only could they lose the one seed and that uh bye week they could lose the nfc east to the cowboys and drop from the one to the five so they really they got to figure this thing out so um you know the the biggest question moving forward is jay or he's missed a couple weeks that were both losses for the Eagles. He was limited in practice, but he did take all the first-team reps in the walkthrough. They're evaluating that he is closer to return. I don't know if he's not risk-ready, especially the Giants. are going to roll out with Tyrod Terrick. We'll see what happens there, but uh, this is a huge game for the Eagles, but a dirty bird can't fly with no broken wing, Dave.
1: <laughs> Up next, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, at the San Francisco 49ers, 49ers favored by 13 and a
0: half. Oh, Dude, downward spiral. It's all bad for these cards. They've lost five in a row since losing to the Niners in week 12. And technically, they've been free-falling since week 11. And dude, there's a week 18, uh, loss guarantees in the fourth pick in the upcoming draft. Look for some major changes in the offseason to these Cardinals. Not only head coach, possibly GM. They might even dish D Hop, which I know there'd be a lot of suitors. It's a huge Ooh. contract, but to get that production, sign me up. So uh, yeah, it's all bad in the desert, dude.
1: And San Francisco, Casey, this is a big one. With the Philadelphia loss and the San Francisco one, the Niners would jump to the one seed. That first round by home field throughout the playoffs, the extra week would give CMC an opportunity to rest his ankle and give shanny even more time to devise a game plan for rookie quarterback brock purdy dude uh so a lot going on this game for the niners don't look for them to show any mercy to the cardinals
0: (laughs) no doubt and well man they might be getting debo back too it's uh it's looking good for these niners all right dave up next your los angeles rams at the seattle seahawks seahawks six and a half point favorites
1: yeah, and the Rams uh, with Baker have won two out of four, including that uh, Christmas Day massacre of the Broncos and pulling. You didn't like upset, that game, did you? I did. had to throw that in there, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're Buffaloes. They're just slaying the Buffaloes, Casey. Um, <laughs> but the Rams uh, did destroy uh, the Broncos there. And um, they've uh, they knocked the Hawks out of the playoffs. Um, that that would be something to put at least a little feel good into an absolutely horribly disappointing season. McVeigh called it um, sort of a professional failure uh, on his part uh, this 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 season for him. So he has uh, some soul searching to do in his offseason to figure out how to get this Super Bowl champion team uh, back on track. Dude, you can only
0: f them picks for so long. At some point, you have to start paying the piper for that. You get a few injuries, a couple retirements, and then you're left with a razor-thin roster there. But these Hawks, dude, all they can really do is beat the Rams and then become huge Lion fans. And while this season was way better than expected to anyone outside of Seattle, winning 18, winning Week 18 and missing the playoffs would be a tremendous disappointment. Um, But they got those Broncos picks coming up, so that's something. But they really want to make it to the postseason, so huge Lion fans.
1: Yeah, big game, big game for the Seahawks, man. They they gotta give themselves a chance and they just gotta take care of the Rams. All right, up next is the Dallas Cowboys, your Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Commanders. Casey, talk about your Cowboys.
0: Yeah, dude, and um, you know, this is kind of weird because it's going on at the same time as Philly and New York. Um, The word out of Dallas is hey we 're playing our starters we 're playing to win, and you have to with the chance of that um one seed or the two seed but the east going. I guess you have a chance at the one c two i can 't see San Francisco losing though, but winning right. that east and jumping up to the two seed would be huge because that would give you one maybe two playoff games at home, so um You know, Dallas is getting a lot of flack. I've never heard anybody punished so much for beating a team by two scores last week. But apparently, you know, it comes down to style points with these Cowboys. Dak does have to um, limit the turnovers here. But when you look at all the adversity that this team has been through, dude, um, losing Dak for five weeks, losing Tyron Smith, losing Terrence Steele, losing uh, Biotis, losing our long snapper. Man, they have fought through it. And Mike McCarthy has done a great job of responding. They haven't had back-to-back, double-digit winning seasons since the 90s, man. So stuff is going right there. Um, But without a playoff push, it's really not going to matter. I know that's what happens in Dallas, but I think they're playing pretty good football. They're winning games when they've had more turnover. So if they can tighten that up. It could be a watch-out scenario for these guys on the run in the ball well. The defense has been a little banged up, too. But get right against this commandos team, and I know there will be some scoreboard watching. And if that uh, Philly Giants game gets to a point where it's uncompetitive in a manner that doesn't help the Cowboys' scenarios, uh, okay. Dak will be putting on that baseball cap.
1: <laughs> Let's talk Washington, Casey. They were eliminated from the them the playoffs last did anybody week. Surpr- tell ron rivera right surprise riverboat ron uh <laughs> i guess huh? he was so hyper focused on the game in front of him i'll give him credit for that unbelievable laser sharp focus that he was holding um but this week knowing that they're not <laughs> playing for a playoff position they'll be playing uh quarterback rookie quarterback sam howell um And Howell is a fifth-round pick from the 2022 draft. He hasn't played yet this season. Uh, It'll be Heineke backing him up, and Wentz uh, is going to be number three uh, after starting last week's loss Wentz is really number two, Dave, but (laughs) he'll be the third quarterback for this game. Ouch. Rivers, excuse me, Rivera noted, of course, that Heineke would have gotten the start if Washington had still been in contention. Uh, But at this point, I'm thinking they're thinking, hey, we know what Heineke is. Uh, and he's really not the long-term answer, but we did draft this kid, How? Let's take a look at him, get him out on the field, and see when the bullets are live uh, how he responds.
0: Yeah, head scratcher that Heineke didn't get to start last week. But it's uh, yeah. for another place and another time. All right, Dave. And then one final fiesta to wrap up week 18 in the 2022 regular season. And hopefully – I don't want Seahawks. If Seahawks lose – then this game becomes epic. It's the Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. Packers are four-and-a-half-point favorites, and like I said, Detroit may be eliminated before this game kicks off. Dan Campbell says, well, if we're eliminated, we want to eliminate somebody too.
1: Yeah, I don't think Dan Campbell's going to have an issue uh, motivating his guys, uh, but yeah. it would be awesome if it's winner in for both teams, even though, obviously, uh, go Seahawks. But uh, Detroit crushed the Bears 41-10, to 10 Uh, in order to get to 8-8 and and keep the playoff hopes alive. Uh, They had an unbelievable midseason rally after that horrible start to the season uh, to get them to where they are. It's been a long and winding road, as they say, to 8-8 for this team. Uh, And they need uh, the Rams to beat the Seahawks earlier in the day uh, to keep their playoff hopes alive heading into this game. That is not, um, you know... A likely scenario, but it is a possibility. And so uh, there'll be huge Seahawks fans earlier in the day. If that happens, then they're in the winner. You're in scenario uh, for both teams. Uh, if the Seahawks win, then the Lions are eliminated, but they could still knock out the pack. And like you said, nothing feels better uh, to uh, to soothe your wounds there than uh, taking someone out with you. The Lions uh, get in with a win over the Packers and a Seahawks uh, lost to the Rams that's the combo they they need
0: yeah dude and like you said if they're falling off the cliff they want to pull the Packers over with them but uh, <laughs>
1: man
0: these pack dude I don't know man after beating those Vikings 41 to 17 that was their fourth win in a row Green Bay is also at eight and eight but they control their own destiny they win a playoff spot if they beat these Lions um, so, there's some other permutations, but the pack, it's simple, straightforward. They've gotten a lot of help these last few weeks, and they're starting to play better football. Um, it took a while, but uh, Rodgers really has some cohesion with those young receivers. And now Romeo Dobbs is getting healthy, too. That run game is pretty healthy for the pack, and their defense is playing pretty well. So, um, nothing better than a grimy, you know, divisional battle to see who's going to the post season. And then if they get in, man, you got to watch out for these guys. They could be probably either. One of these teams would be a really dangerous seven seed that I don't think anybody's like, Oh, we want to play them, but you know, yeah. just get into the tournament and anything can happen. So, um, the NFL, I think is rooting for that Seahawks loss. So this game matters, but, uh, um, yeah. you know, I, I'm all torn because I would like to see the Seahawks get that seven seed but I want to see the Lions beat the Packers too. So, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a weird day of rooting for a team halfway through and then having to switch gears. So it's going to be a mess and it'll be, you know, it's going to be what it be, but uh, oh man, what a way to end the season, dude.
1: Yeah, it's weird. The The, the Lions will be um, rooting against the Seahawks earlier than the Seahawks are going to be rooting for the Lions later. <laughs> so yeah, we'll cool, see how that goes. That's not fair, man. (laughs) That's how it's going to be. All right, dude. So many ways to check out the football dudes, the trend zone now available for subscription, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon music, wherever you get your podcast.
0: Go ahead and like us on Instagram and Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, football dudes, LA, and make sure you tag us across all social media platforms.
1: And just go over to footballdudes.com. It's all there for you. That is going to do it for this episode of the Trend Zone. We're not the suits that talk football. We're the dudes that know football. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the last week of the regular season. We'll see you for the playoffs. For Casey, I'm Dave. We are out of here.